it's all painful. Never do we have to worry about our sin. As John makes clear here in our text today, for Jesus is the propitiation. He's the atoning sacrifice for our sins. And that word atoning brings out what we should notice is that Jesus is the one who makes the atonement. Not you, not me, not anyone else. God can't punish us for our sins because all of that punishment has already been laid on Christ himself. That's what Isaiah means in his 53rd chapter when he says it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer and the Lord makes his life a bitter offering. Isaiah is talking about the suffering servant. He's talking about Jesus Christ. He's the guilt offering for him and for me. And what that signifies is that Christ received all of God's wrath, all of his anger for sin. Jesus took all of that upon himself. And for those of us who are Christian people, that means God does not punish us in an eternal way ever for our sins. He cannot be angry at us in an eternal way for the sins that we've committed and for the sinners that we are. He may discipline us in this life to bring us closer to the image of his son Jesus Christ, but he cannot be angry at us in that way. But even though we know that intellectually, we still interpret a lot of our own problems in this life as God trying to get even with us for some sin or sins we've committed or for that terrible past we have in our history. It might be a sick child. It might be an accident. It might be financial problems. It might be a job we lose and we fail sometimes. That's God giving me back for what I did wrong. And I want you to hear that that is not scriptural at all. Jesus' disciples had the same kind of opinion, you remember, when they saw a man who was born blind. And they said to Jesus, Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus turned them toward what it really is, that the fallenness in this world is always an opportunity for God's grace to be at work in people's lives. Shady fight fire with fire, but in my reading, I found out that's how firefighters are really trained. We, we don't have a firefighter in this congregation, to my knowledge. But in brush fires and forest fires, they're 
he's about to take all of that sin and punishment on himself. And he knows it's going to be where he's away from God. For as it were, God turns his back on the promise because of the sin of the world. Paul puts the same idea in the form of a promise when in the book of Romans he states in five since we're now justified by the blood of Jesus, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. And we have to believe that promise, not just give intellectual agreement to it, but we have to believe it in our hearts because we are now justified, and that means, according to our text, that we have this great advocate, Jesus the righteous, who stands with us before God, and he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins, our path for reconciliation. And if we've been reconciled, we enjoy forgiveness of sins. Do you ever go to God in prayer and say something? is for 